Today on We Here, no pandemic can keep Leo DiCaprio away from a good yacht party, especially if it involves his 23-year-old girlfriend. D.L. Ugly collapsed on stage at a Nashville comedy club before testing positive for coronavirus. And DJ Khaled got himself into a full hazmat suit to go to the dentist. Coming up next on We Here. Oh my God. We're on page six? No. Oh, no. Yeah. Another divorce splashed across page six. Page six would have a field day. Hey there, I'm Maggie Coglin. And I'm Ian Moore, and welcome to We Hear, a Page Six podcast. We hear all the celebrity dirt from our exclusive sources, and you hear the story behind the story. Maggie, I know the story behind the story first up is the Leo Yacht Party. But before we get into that, let me just ask you, like, when you think of what you miss most, because I have a theory about this Leo DiCaprio yacht situation, uh-huh. when you think about what you miss most from life before the coronavirus lockdown and ver- mm-hmm. and its subsequent phases and phase in, what do you what do you miss most? Like if you could go back to normal life right now at the snap of a finger, what would be something that you did before that you really miss? I miss meeting people in places like bars and restaurants and I miss being able to like jet to the next location. Like, oh, I'm going to have dinner with this friend and then we're going to go meet this friend. You know, the fact that you could do more than one thing because you're not walking everywhere or having to drive. Party hopping. Yeah, exactly. Pub crawling. A little more dignified than that, (laughs) but if you must. Um. Yeah. And as I've said before, the thing I miss the most is definitely my um, local tattoo parlor. Mm, I I miss going there and I just feel better when it's open and people are getting tattooed there, even if it's not me. But I think if you're Leo DiCaprio, you see, the thing is you don't miss just going out to a restaurant or going to meet your friend. The thing that you're itching to do that you haven't done in all this time that you cannot stand it anymore is to go get on a yacht and have a big yacht party. You know the gif of him on the yacht from Wolf of Wall Street? Are you familiar with it? It's used as a reaction gif all the time where he's like throwing money off the side of a yacht. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know the scene in the Wolf of <laughs> yeah. Wall Street, but I'm unfamiliar with the gif. No one's ever yeah. said one to me. So that gif is super popular. It pops up all the time on the internet. And I'm just like, oh, he's back to his old stomping grounds. It's the gif that keeps on giving. Exactly. Um, I, so, okay, so what happened? So page six exclusively obtained photos of Leo DiCaprio and his girlfriend, Camilla Maroney, mm-hmm. um, heading toward a yacht and then getting on the yacht. And it was a party for her 23rd birthday, right? Now, Leo is 45. Yes. She's 23. So that's another reason to, you got to get on a yacht as fast as you can during coronavirus because you're like, I've got a 22-year-old girlfriend. She's 20, turning 23. Oh my, like, what am I going to do? I'm Leo DiCaprio. I need to get her on a yacht quick to keep this relationship going. You know, because uh, it's like my gain, it's like this pandemic is now messing with my game. And it, it is true. It's like when you're dating somebody, you know, you might have these spots that are sort of like you're keeping in your back pocket to like, mm-hmm. well, we go to this place, we go to that place. You're like, I know that secret, you know, like take them to the secret dance club or something. <laughs> yeah. like, like, you know, but um, 
and then like blow their mind or like, Hey, what about like, you know, just do something out of the blue. So I guess if you're Leo DiCaprio, you're like, Oh, I would have, cause they've been going out for a while now. He's like, I would have had the yacht birthday party like before this, but like now I can't, I can't give up. This is my chance. I have to do the yacht birthday. That's one of my things. And there seemed to be a theme at this party. Uh, people were wearing cowboy hats and Western garb attire, if you will. It's like, oh, yeah, you are 23. There's a theme at this party. Nautical hoedown? Yeah. Also, guest list included Sean White, the Olympic snowboarder, his girlfriend Nina Dobrev, Kevin Connolly, who makes me feel like this is just a weird entourage scene that we don't know about for a future project, and Lucas Haas. Oh my God. It is so, it's actually a great point. This is so entourage. And um, it is a very entourage crew. And of course, Sean White and Nina Dobrev sort of confirmed their relationship, right, on social media during the pandemic when she gave him a haircut. And then he subsequently has dyed his hair. So it's not red anymore, Maggie. He's left your tribe. Um, (laughs) But. Yeah, so they're on the yacht, and Leo was wearing a mask as he as he approached the yacht. Um, his girlfriend was not; she just had the cowboy hat and a sort of denim dress on. And um, but then on the yacht, everyone was posing for photos, and no one. It didn't look like it was very socially distanced, and it didn't look like it was very masked. There didn't look like there were any safety precautions being taken on the yacht. And it did look like a larger group of, you know, I, I think now that people are coming out of lockdown, you know, you, you kind of have to think about who who's going to be in your bubble, mm-hmm. you know, who's in your trust bubble, who are yep. you going to, you know, but this seemed like it was more like an actual party than just like a trust bubble gathering, which is like a new term that I just invented in the... Who's in your pod and do you merge pods? People in New York are sitting in parks in circles, you know, to maintain their six feet of distance from each other. And Leo's friends are wearing bandanas around their necks and not covering their faces. (laughs) Right. Yeah, that's a good point. Right. It used to be like you talked about people's squad. Now it's your pod. So this boat, Maggie, it was, it's the, it's a 43 meter boat called the light star Mm -hmm. l-e-i-g-h-t the light star it sailed out toward malibu at 11 a.m and returned to shore about 4 30 p.m according to super yacht news maggie which is a publication that i am an avid reader of or i should say a publication of which i'm an avid reader so the light star apparently it was bought it's owned by well, it's owned by a family who are called the Lights. That's why it's the Light Star, right? This family that owns the boat is called the Light Star. Apparently, it's usually booked just for day trips, okay? Mm-hmm. It's it's for either day charters or overnights, which are three-day trips. And it's because of its proximity to LA, apparently, it's often used for movies, music videos, and ad campaigns. Oh, my God. I hope they were not filming a PSA. And that this is actually their birthday party for Camilla. <laughs> a PSA about Western wear? I don't know. You, you got to be careful with celebrities now. You don't know what they're up to. That's true. So apparently people, yeah, people usually take day trips on this thing and they'll go 
out to Malibu and they'll go eat at Nobu where there's like a Soho house out there apparently. And apparently though, the yacht was purchased by the Light family as really just a mobile parking spot for their helicopters because the father and the son are helicopter pilots and um, they were... They were flying back and forth between L.A. and San Diego uh, where they had a business and they just needed a helipad. So by having this yacht, they could just land the helicopters on the yacht. And I guess so they just rented out to people for day trips, rented out for movies and stuff like that. I mean, the only other news we've had about Camilla in this whole quarantine situation is that she's been fostering a dog, which is kind of cute. Well, I've never seen – I have to say during the coronavirus pandemic, I've never seen so much n- celebrity news come out of dog walking. <laughs> dog walking is one of the main ways that we're getting pr- some big celebrity scoops, right? Because there was the, yeah. the Ben Affleck relationship. They're always out they, walking the dog. I think that's how they initially were sort of linked. Actually, there was the, the Kristen Wiig twins. Mm-hmm. Were they out during a dog walk? Or were they just walking the babies? <laughs> Dog walks and baby walks, but a lot of walks. Walking um, is all we've got, man. I mean, the one thing, too, about the yacht, and it's it's funny just showing that Leo just can't stay away from these things, is that he's, he's an environmental activist, an environmental crusader, but he always gets shit for flying on private jets and going on yachts because it's not exactly the most fuel efficient, low carbon footprint way to go. But it just shows he's back on the yacht. He just can't stay away from the yacht. That's his happy place. After actor-comedian D.L. Ugly collapsed in the middle of his set at a Nashville comedy club on Friday, he has now announced that he tested positive for coronavirus. It's a crazy story, Maggie. Have you seen the video? I have seen the video. It's shocking. So basically, he's on stage. He's in the middle of a joke. He's at this comedy club. It's in Nashville. It looked like relatively close quarters, right? There's, like, people right there in the front row. He started wobbling on his stool, and the audience sort of gasps. And then kind of a security guy comes on and sort of catches him, but then lets him go, and D.L. Hughley just falls off and like just passes out on stage and they like carry him off right yeah there's a lot of shouting from the crowd and people are saying call 911 and so what happened why did he pass out i mean allegedly he says that he tested positive for covid19 and that he was asymptomatic he had no symptoms nothing classic like we've heard you know loss of taste or sense of smell, fever, all of these symptoms that were kind of told to the general public. Loss of humor. He obviously still had a sense of humor. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, he said because he passed out, he thought he should get tested. And now he's going to quarantine in a hotel room in Nashville for two weeks. Yeah, and what did he say? He said... um... He said, thank you for your prayers and your well wishes, and a few more of them wouldn't hurt. Now, he had been scheduled for four nights at this venue. Four nights at the ha-ha hole. <laughs> or I don't know what it was really called. So this means, you know, he had one He had one show that was successful. The second show is when he lost consciousness, had to be removed from the scene. 
and he canceled the last two. But the idea that you would hold four nights of comedy in close quarters in a comedy club while numbers of coronavirus cases are skyrocketing across the country, I just don't understand, you know? That's the thing about this story that I don't understand either. I think the thing is that, so he felt he passed out on stage, test positive for coronavirus, and basically he records a video that he puts on social media saying like kind of making a joke and then saying thanks for all the well wishes and that he's okay and he's going to quarantine. The comedy club puts out a statement also on social media that says, you know, he's okay and, you know, wishing him the best and et cetera. But what about the people in the front row of this show? I th- That's what I want to know is I feel like I haven't read in any of the reports anything about the audience members, because if I had been at this show, I mean, I would think it was no laughing matter that a person who was, you know, obviously if they're on stage and they're speaking, um, you know, reports say now, as we learn more about coronavirus, that the most, um, the most possible way it can spread is if you're indoors, you know, close quarters and people, you know, talking, um, and, I would just be really worried. It's just funny that no one's saying like, hey, we're going to test the audience or we apologize for putting the audience in danger. Or I guess when they when you buy the ticket, it's, you know, you're at your own risk, I suppose. Yeah. I But I keep thinking back to remember we were talking about um, Dave Chappelle's comedy I mean, his special, I shouldn't even call a comedy, 846, where he talks about the murder of George Floyd at the hands of the police. He held it outside. He had his audience members socially distanced and everyone had a mask on and they were given masks when they got there. So the idea that while indoors, you're not protecting yourself, others and the audience in the same way is really kind of confusing. Yeah, it's a little scary. I actually know someone who had coronavirus and they got it, they think, from being at a a performance. They were basically at a party where there was a singer and they were in the front row. And apparently a number of people then came down with COVID-19 because it turned out the singer had, similarly to this D.L. Hughley thing, the singer had coronavirus and then like spread it because obviously if you're on stage you're you know when you're speaking loudly or especially if you're singing or yelling or whatever there's a lot of stuff flying around so i guess we'll see i mean it's interesting i guess we should keep an eye on whether anyone who was at this comedy performance ends up also being infected if he could have spread it to anybody so far i haven't you know seen anybody have any reports about that but As I say, I mean, maybe it's, you know, if you're going to something and you're sort of like taking a risk, I guess if you want, you could wear a mask or you, but I mean, it would be kind of weird if you get a ticket to a performance, then you get there and you're like, is this safe? I mean, so it brings up a lot of interesting questions. I don't know. Maybe we'll get to talk to DL Hughley about it. I mean, he canceled on us once, Maggie. I don't know if you remember that, although there was no medical problem. He just kind of bailed on the day of his appearance. I do want to say, this is it. This is the time to rebook D.L. Hughley, if you're listening, because I know you didn't come on the show, but you are an avid listener. We'd like to talk to you. We, let's get it. Let's get this going again. We're going to call you up in your hotel room 
and um, and if you're feeling okay, we hope you are, but we hope that you will talk to us. So stay tuned for that one. Maybe he can finish the rest of his set on Zoom. DJ Khaled is bringing a whole new kind of style to the dentist. Like most of us, he's been under quarantine orders for the past few months, and he recently ventured out for the first time because he was suffering from a previous root canal. And the getup that he wore to the dentist looked like he was there excavating the earth. Like, it was a serious hazmat suit. It was a hazmat suit. To me, it looked like the the outfit that Homer Simpson wears to work <laughs> at the um, nuclear power plant. Yes. Um, he did look ready to handle plutonium and sort of is a little shaped a little bit like Homer Simpson. Maybe that's why I'm thinking. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Khaled definitely looks like he is working on a forensics team, maybe going to dust for prints of a possible suspect, (laughs) but, uh, he's just going to the dentist. Law and Order, DJ Khaled. Um, Remember when DJ Khaled was just getting like lost on his jet ski and saying like major key and now it's like paranoia, hysteria. Like we are seeing the multitudes that DJ Khaled contains. Uh, He's a much different character than when he first popped on the scene. Well, I have a theory about the hazmat suit. I think it was, and this is just my own personal opinion, I think it was a diversion, Maggie. I think it was a clever diversion because we've talked about this before. So DJ Khaled, like at, at the beginning of the show, you had said you miss going out and meeting friends at bars and restaurants. I mm-hmm. miss going to tattoo parlors. Leonardo DiCaprio missed yachts and theme parties. DJ Khaled, we know that what he misses most is the barber, right? Because – yeah. In his in his biography, in well, it was more like a guide to life called The Keys, I believe, as you alluded to. He had said that he gets at least two haircuts a week, and that's one of his keys to success. And that sometimes if it's a big week for him, he gets three haircuts a week. Cut to coronavirus pandemic where he he posted a picture of himself and he he looked totally jacked up. Like he usually has this like fresh kind of fade going on and it just Mm -hmm. his hair was i mean it looked totally nuts we know his hair's messed up and how much he cares about his hair so i think maybe this hazmat suit was just a way to kind of say like hey i'm just taking extra precautions but really it's all an elaborate ruse so that you don't see my hair because that that, see that's also the way that i think yeah i do stuff like that like just come up with like yeah like you just overthink something and then it's like sort of this whole like cockamamie thing. And I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, like he could have just worn a hat, but he went for the whole hazmat suit because it's like more of a diversion. Well, I have a theory about his hazmat suit as well. I was actually having a conversation with a friend about this last night. And Khaled says he's been in the house for three and a half months. And this is the first time he's been out. Obviously, he lives in a beautiful, beautiful home. We've seen it all over Snapchat and Instagram. But I think the longer you are home and you're not exposed to any of 
the goings-ons, life as usual, operating outside your doors, the more paranoid you get about what the world is like around you. And because he's had such limited contact with the outside world, he hasn't seen that, you know, life is going on. Businesses and stores are closed and some are slowly reopening, but uh, people still have to live their lives. If you have a root canal that's causing you pain, you still need to get that taken care of. So if the suit makes him feel better about getting his dental stuff figured out, then... I guess it served its purpose. Maggie, this shows once again that you're operating on such a much higher level than I am. Like I'm thinking in sort of an eighth grade thing, like, oh, my hair looks bad. Let me come up with some crazy Scooby-Doo plan with a costume. And what you're saying makes complete sense. You're getting into sort of the, 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 the psychological aspects, the, the sociological aspects, the psycho-socio logical aspects where that's true like you would have extreme social anxiety maybe yeah, yeah I, that's a great point and it's like you do have to deal with this if only they had handed out these suits to the people sitting in the front row at the dl hughley show <laughs> i think that would have made more sense well that's it for this episode of we here our show is produced by Jamila Zarah Williams and Melissa Caceres. We would love to hear your questions and your ideas for the show. Please send us an email at podcasts at nypost.com. To hear the latest We Hear episodes, be sure to hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any of your preferred podcast platforms. And please do not forget to leave us a review. We will be back tomorrow. More Page 6 exclusives. See you then. Live at the Ha Ha Hole.